state's number one motorsports talk show today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners recognized by the eastern motorsports press association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern united states here's wrapping on racing hi i'm don gamble and i want to welcome you to wrapping on racing august 10 2020 we have a real nice show planned for this evening. Our guests include Glenn Galt Jr., Carly Kovacs, April Tennant, Leighton Wagner, and Nikki Zambotti. We have Victory Lane interviews with Mike Pegger Jr., Mike Hopkins, and Rick Sibola. Bill Korch has a special report on the George Memorial Race at Pittsburgh. We want to welcome Collie McElrath from Pulaski, PA, and Trevor Cash from Waynesboro, Virginia, to the Rappin' on Racing family. Also want to welcome two new reporters. Howie Bayless will be handling reports from Latrobe Speedway, and Tyler Harris will be covering some of the drivers from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. If you miss any of Monday's program, you can go to RappinOnRacing.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days out of the year. As always, we want to thank our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Number 1 Cochrane Automotive, Dirt Monthly Magazine, Jennerstown Speedway, along with Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Speedway Directory, and Toma Meat Market. A thank you to our reporters, Dave Oliveri, Lenny Baticki, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Mike Lisikowski, and Jim Zufall. And special thanks to our senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Lusick, Gary Scott, plus Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is the Banker Bob Thought for August 10th. One of life's great mysteries 
is what happens to the eight hours supposedly left after eight hours of sleep and eight hours of work. This portion of today's program is brought to you by number one Cochrane Automotive. The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour invades Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday, August 22nd. See the thundering open wheel modifieds and the stars of NASCAR's oldest touring series in a 150-lap battle. Plus, Martellus Pharmacy's late models, all on Saturday, August 22nd. Don't miss the NASCAR Modifieds Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Saturday, August 22nd. Adult tickets just 25 bucks. Kids 12 and under free. NASCAR Modified Qualifying starts at 5.45 p.m. with opening ceremonies at 6 p.m. followed by late model heat races then 150 laps of ground pounding NASCAR Modified action on the half mile oval plus a 30 lap late model feature the NASCAR Modified's Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday night August 22nd advanced tickets on sale now at Jennerstown.org Number One Cochrane Automotive began as a small Pontiac dealership in 1965 and quickly became the number one name in Western Pennsylvania automotive sales and service. Today, Number One Cochrane Automotive ranks among the top private dealer groups in the nation with 22 new car dealerships with locations in Allegheny Valley, Butler County, Greensburg, Monroeville, North Hills, Robinson, the South Hills, Irwin, and Zelenopoul. Number One Cochrane can serve the transportation needs of Western Pennsylvania customers unlike any other retailer. The acquisition of Chevrolet, Toyota, and Nissan boosts Number One Cochrane's new vehicle operations to 22 dealerships, representing a great selection of domestic and imported brands. Their mission? Treat customers like honored guests while delivering unparalleled value and selection. That was the goal of founder Bob Cochran when he opened the doors more than 50 years ago. And it's still their goal today. For additional information on number one Cochran sales and service, go to Cochran.com. Racers, race fans, or campers, are you looking for power on demand and excellent service? Then see our friends at Alternative Power Sources. Alternative Power Sources offers a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects from sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania, has proudly served homeowners and businesses in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia since 1995. Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include Blue Star, Noller, Asco, Yamaha, Powertech, and Southeast Power Products. The sales force at Alternative Power Sources has over 60 years experience in the generator field, providing you with the best resources to design the generator package that meets your needs and specifications and to supply the top-of-the-line specified products. If power on demand and excellent service are important to you, then call Alternative Power Sources at 1-800-894-4455. Number One Cochrane Automotive began as a small Pontiac dealership in 1965 and quickly became the number one name in Western Pennsylvania automotive sales and service. Today, Number One Cochrane Automotive ranks among the top private dealer groups in the nation with 22 new car dealerships with locations in Allegheny Valley, Butler County, Greensburg, Monroeville, 
North Hills, Robinson, the South Hills, Irwin, and Zelenopoul. Number One Cochrane can serve the transportation needs of Western Pennsylvania customers unlike any other retailer. The acquisition of Chevrolet, Toyota, and Nissan boosts Number One Cochrane's new vehicle operations to 22 dealerships, representing a great selection of domestic and imported brands. Their mission? Treat customers like honored guests while delivering unparalleled value and selection. That was the goal of founder Bob Cochran when he opened the doors more than 50 years ago. And it's still their goal today. For additional information on number one Cochrane sales and service, go to Cochrane.com. And now more Rapid on Racing with your hosts, Don Gamble and Mike Lusikowski. All right, fans, up next is Mike Lisikowski from Jennerstown Speedway. Mike, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. I am doing terrific because the big, big event has finally come and gone from the Jennerstown Speedway, and uh, I think all of the staff of the Speedway uh, have pretty much been all smiles from the success of the event. Uh, so many fantastic race teams and, and national superstars and a big, big crowd to watch the event on Saturday. So uh, mission accomplished from the Jennerstown Speedway staff, uh, Billy Rebar, and all the work that he's done to create a crown jewel event of a national scope at the Jennerstown Speedway. Mike Bellardi, who was reaching out to race teams all year, not just during the racing season, but all 12 months of the year, uh, Mike Bellardi was hunting down top-notch asphalt race teams and extending personal invitations. And the Masters event goes into the record books for the third time this past Saturday night with beautiful weather uh, and a collection of drivers that were much more feisty this year than they were in the second annual running. So we'll dive right into the official report. One year ago, Mike Hopkins finished second in the Motor Mountain Masters event at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. On Saturday night, August the 8th, Hopkins of Herman, Maine, defeated 35 competitors from 11 different states to score victory in the third annual running of the Masters for the Martellus Pharmacies Late Model Division. He earned a $10,000 paycheck for his night's work. Also visiting Stoney's Beer Victory Lane was Ohio's Rick Sibola in the Stoystown Auto Wreckers Modified Division of Racing as the crown jewel event of 2020 was presented by Arsenberger Trucking of Mill Run, Pennsylvania. In Martellus Pharmacy's late model competition, Ohio's Albert Francis collected the Arsenberger Trucking Fast Time Award, then won his heat race. Mike Hopkins won heat race number two, while ARCA Touring Series star Derek Griffith of New Hampshire was victorious in heat race number three. Weston Griffith, no relation, of the state of Indiana won the fourth heat race, and former NASCAR Truck Series winner Cale Gale of North Carolina won the fifth heat race. Francis and Gale are already 2020 feature winners at Jennerstown. Of the 36 teams that showed up for competition, 35 cars started the 150-lap Crown Jewel event. Each of those drivers hoped to be wearing the traditional red sport coat in Stoney's Victory Lane following the three-segment race. Before one lap was complete, one of the most accomplished drivers in the Midwest, Michigan's Brian Campbell, spun out to force a complete restart. Hopkins then grabbed the early lead from pole starter Francis when lap one was completed. Hopkins finished second after leading many, many laps in the 2019 Masters event. On lap seven, Francis passed Hopkins for the top spot. 
Then in lap traffic, Hopkins reeled in leader Francis but was unable to reclaim the lead. At lap 30, Francis held a commanding lead. A spin by ARCA Series superstar Travis Braden of West Virginia slowed the action on lap 33, and that caution flag led to the scheduled five-minute race break on lap 40. Braden, a former winner of the Snowball Derby, went two laps down during that caution flag incident. Teams then had a chance to adjust the handling of the cars on the lap 40 race break, and again at lap 90 with five-minute segment breaks built into the format. When segment two began, Hopkins grabbed the lead again, and Francis fell all the way back to third spot. World Series of Asphalt Racing champion during Florida Speed Week's Derek Griffith advanced to the second place briefly. Kentucky's Josh Brock was the next driver to turn laps in the second position as he became the runner-up on lap 56. On lap 62, Cale Gale became the fourth-place driver, passing Derek Griffith. Then, Gale immediately slowed with mechanical problems. At the lap 90 break, the top five remained Hopkins, Francis, Griffith, Brock, and young Carson Hosevar of Michigan. The final 60-lap segment started with the winner of the first running of the Masters, Barry Audi, in the pits with a mechanical problem. Hopkins chose the outside lane for the double-file restart and maintained the lead as Griffith gained two positions in a bold three-wide move to claim the second position again. As Hopkins built a six-car length advantage, Francis raced back into the runner-up spot, passing Griffith. On lap 111, Francis made contact with a lapped car while reeling in the leader and spun with damage from the second position. Hopkins, Griffith, Hosevar, and Brock were the top five when the green flag was displayed again on lap 115. A three-car crash on lap 20 eliminated another 2020 Jennerstown winner, Gary Wiltrap. The restart with 25 laps to go gave Griffith another opportunity to steal the lead from Hopkins with the side-by-side lineup. A four-car battle for the top spot then ensued, and Hosevar, Brock, and Griffith were fighting for the second position as Hopkins held spot number one. A caution flag on lap 147 created late race drama. After claiming the second position in the 2019 Masters race, Hopkins held off all challengers in spite of the late double foul restart and earned the $10,000 paycheck to etch his name into Jennerstown history as the winner of the third running of the Masters. Brock, who seems to repeatedly finish on the podium but has never won at Jennerstown, claimed the second place as the CRA former Touring Series champion, with Hosevar placing third as he is on his way to a NASCAR contract competing at the top level of the Xfinity and Truck Series. Twelfth starting Braden made up two laps thanks to the lucky dog rule utilizing caution flags and placed fourth. Griffith placed fifth. Local favorite Brian Shipp, a former late model winner at Jennerstown, gained 17 positions with a smooth, patient race to claim ninth place as the highest finishing Pennsylvanian in the 150-lap event. In the Stoystown Auto Wreckers modified action, FAMA Construction Fast Time Award was handed to Tom Golick, the longtime veteran. Golick also went on to win his heat race. R.J. DeLappy won his heat race after setting second quick time in qualifying. Golick grabbed the lead at the start of the two-segment 30-lap feature event. And on lap two, the only three-time winner this season, DeLappy, fell back to third position. Ohio ace Rick Sibola advanced to the second spot. 
by lap five, defending champion, champion Anthony Aiello passed DeLappy for third place. Golick continued to show the way as DeLappy displayed notable handling problems. On lap 17, former champion Chris Brink had a frightening impact with the outside wall on the backstretch and then the inside wall. The popular veteran walked away from the incident uninjured. At the lap 20 break, Golick was in the lead with no serious challenges during the first segment. Following five minutes for pit side adjustments, racing resumed with a 10-lap dash to the checkered flag. Sibola grabbed the lead on the restart with 10 laps to go and immediately opened up a few car lengths of interval over Golick. Sibola, the Ohio ace, has had most of his career success on smaller racetracks in his home state, quarter-mile and one-third-mile ovals. But on the big half-mile at Jennerstown, Sibola conquered the special event field for a healthy paycheck. Sibola drove to victory, his first win in Pennsylvania, to join his father, the legendary ASA Series and late model star Bob Sibola, as visitors to Stoney's Victory Lane at Jennerstown. The father and son posed together for photos after the triumph. The official top five finishers were Sibola, Golick, two-time winner this season, Aiello, Delappy, and Adam Kostelnik, who started in seventh position. And Don, we'll have some interviews and thoughts from the two winners on Masters Night at Jennerstown Speedway. And coming up this Saturday, August the 15th, Jennerstown presents five division racing and autograph night. Before the racing begins, fans will be invited onto the front straightaway to meet the drivers, touch the cars, take photos, and collect autographs and special gifts from the race teams. And one week after... The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour rolls back into Jennerstown Speedway Complex for the Laurel Highlands 150. That'll be a two-division race on August the 22nd. The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour and the Martellus Pharmacies Late Models. Now keep in mind the Modifieds opened up their 2020 campaign at Jennerstown Speedway on national television, but fans were not allowed to be in attendance. So right now, advanced tickets are on sale for fans who wish to see in person the ground-pounding NASCAR Modifieds on Saturday, August 22nd. You know, Mike, you mentioned the crowd, and this is an interesting note. John Morocco stopped up to the press box, wanted to know how things were going. and We talked for a while. He said, really good. He said, we had so many people at the concessions, they actually had to close it before the feature started because they ran out of food. And hey, yeah, it was a, a crowd that was, and, and you know, it, it's, it's not that we should be surprised. It's a monumental event. The event is talked about all over the United States, all winter long leading up to it. Entries have already been filed and requested for the 2021 event. So it shouldn't be necessarily a surprise that the crowd was as big as it was. Uh, but as compared to weekly event crowds, the crowd ate and drank much more than the fans who usually stop in. And, and I think, you know, a lot of fans were coming from, I, I talked to folks in, on hand from Michigan. I talked to people from Ohio. Uh, obviously, the winner uh, for two years in a row now has come from the New England states, so where there were probably some fans from up north as well. Uh, you know, the, the Midwest, the South, and, and the New England states were all represented in the pits. And my guess is those states were probably all represented in the grandstands. And when you're staying at the racetrack for an entire day, as those folks came in really, really early in the afternoon to watch practice and watch qualifying, uh, yeah, the uh, 
the, the food was flying out of the concession stand, which is also a testament to how well those foods are prepared. I mean, the Little Caesars pizzas are popular, and the, the roast beef sandwich is becoming famous. That's my choice every Saturday night. So, uh, yeah, fantastic crowd. And uh, next year we'll have to make sure that for all those folks coming in from out of state who don't bother to pack a cooler for a big road trip like that, uh, as opposed to the weekly fans that pack their cooler for an hour ride, uh, we will be better prepared, and I'm sure that the fourth running of the Masters will be an even larger crowd uh, once the Pit Row TV broadcast of this year's event uh, is watched by thousands and thousands of folks more. That can be archived on Pit Row TV, so uh, just head to pitrow.tv, and if you weren't able to attend the third running of the Masters, it will be out there online for your viewing pleasure. Well, you mentioned Pit Row, and Tony Stevens, Lenny Baticki, Mark Garrow, uh, did a nice job. Uh, the uh, Pit Road reporter, uh, Matt Purr, uh, also. And it just it seemed like the entire team, management, the crew, everybody was on the same page. Excellent show, good racing, and I saw a lot of smiling faces when it was time to go home. I, I agree, Don. I think the fourth running of this event uh, could become... You know, when you look at asphalt racing, you've got the Snowball Derby in Florida. You've got the Winchester 400 that's probably the oldest race uh, in the country there in the state of Indiana. Uh, I think the Masters is right up there in the conversation with those events in large part because of the staff, the crowd, and the fantastic half-mile facility on which it's hosted. So uh, it, it was fantastic to be a part of the event, and great to see uh, you and Dave Oliveri in attendance as well, Don. Well, Mike, great report, great race. I thank you. You have a nice evening. Will do, Don. Same to you. Dad bought me something that I thought was great I put it all together and I called my friends And y'all come quick, let the race begin Oh, they showed Daddy took my hand Said, son, listen up, you gotta understand If you wanna race, you gotta race right The old man's got some good advice You gotta wanna win job. Congratulations. And it looks like you were kind of saving it. We talked a little bit during the break. It looks like you were kind of saving it. And then once that last 10 lap segment hit, it was go time. Uh, we weren't really saving it much. That's just all we had. Uh, right on that last restart before the break, my uh, right front tire lost a bunch of air. We come in at the break. We only had 12 pounds in the right front. And the only thing we could do is uh, put air in it and actually put a valve cap on it. And that's what held George, uh, all my crew, my dad, my uh, cousin Emerson, my boy, my daughter here, and Andy. Man, uh, we worked our butts off today. I saw that this thing was ready to go, and we got here. We we had all kinds of little minor problems. The nose was dragging, and this or that, and uh, everybody everybody worked really hard. Uh, man, this is awesome. It's been a long time. I uh, remember coming here in the early '90s when Dad was running. Series race your dad Bob Civila ran in that race. Yeah, he uh that Iceman race, he got wrecked. 
to race. So that's the last time we was here until I came back last year. And, uh, man, I just wish we'd come back here every week. <laughs> a name synonymous with Eastern Ohio Racing, the Sibyl name, this time here in the Keystone State. Rick Sibyl goes to victory lane here at Genesis Speedway. portion of today's program was brought to you by number one Cochran Automotive. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. 
Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Listeners, we're talking with Nikki Zambotti, and Nikki is Joey Zambotti's wife. And Nikki, we've got a special event that's going to be taking place over the next few weeks. Uh, we want to tell the listeners about it. It's for a very special friend of all of us in racing and a very special friend of yours. So we're going to do a Chinese auction for Lisa Hartman. She is the wife of John Hartman. He has been a stock car driver for a while, and this year he has gone to a sprint car. Um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2016, and she thought that she had won that battle. And in June, it came back as metastatic breast cancer. So she is starting her battle all over again. So we as race wives would like to support our fellow race wife um, this coming Friday, the 14th and the 21st, by doing a Chinese auction. Um, Any donations are welcome, from T-shirts to gift baskets, uh, anything you can think of. Cy Lynch is donating a front wheel signed by him and his dad, Ed. Carl Bowser had just told me that he is going to donate a race suit signed by him. So anything you guys can think of, um, from T-shirts to door panels to gift baskets, everything is welcome. Um, We will set up and sell tickets at the admission gates. They will be $5 for five tickets and $10 for 15 tickets. And then we will have all of the gifts lined up at a table or the door panels against the fence that you guys can choose where you would like to place your tickets to. If there's something that one of our listeners or fans would want to do, say a gift card that wouldn't be so much as for the raffle that's going to be coming up, but they'd want to give to you or someone uh, to help the family out during this time. Yes. If there's any donations you guys want to give that is directly to Lisa and John, we could set up a envelope and you could put money in it. You could put gift cards in it. Any Anything you guys can think of. And we'll just hand it right to John and Lisa. Uh, I know you've had an opportunity. She's a big part of what at the Speedway uh, for Kids Club. Yes, Lisa started the Kids Club um, 
this was two years ago now. It, it had kind of dissipated for a while and Lisa had restarted it again and it's just taken off. Um, the kids get together every Friday at 6.30 and 6.30 to 7.30 and they do crafts and just kind of get ready for the race day. If someone would just want to do a card with good wish, good well wishes to bring to you or to drop off here at the, the track, work, can they do that as well, Nikki? Yes, you can do that. You can, If you want to drop anything off at the track, we can get um, your Helen Bauman's contact or John Thompson's. And if you want to drop anything off for me, Nikki, or Joey, you can drop it off at our trailer or the 948 car. Um, or if you want to drop anything off this week, you can send me a message on Facebook um, or contact Joey. We can give you our, our contact numbers and we can pick it up this week. You could drop it off at our home this week. Anything that makes it convenient. Well, that's great. I mean, I know uh, phone, number. phone number is where they can reach at. Um, 412 five two six seven zero six two and that's my phone number and, and even if any of the race wives we don't know very many i don't know very many of them i feel like we all just come to the track and we see the cars go around the track but we don't really put anybody's faces you know to the suit so if um any race wives want to come forward and help us we will gladly appreciate it um and that that's just standing and selling tickets um anything just or just to say hello you know a lot of our race wives don't know each other and like i would love to meet you guys like if you just want to come over and say hi and on facebook and messenger nikki is it specifically like joey zambotti or nikki zambotti to be specific yes mine is nikki zambotti uh, joey's is joey zambotti and we recently just set up a zambotti racing facebook page so you can reach out to us on there as well well, again, we wish you the best of luck, and myself and Don from Rapid on Race, and we'll do our very best to uh, to get the word out, uh, not only through our pages, but through all phases of social media. Okay, sounds great. Thank you guys so much. We were getting a lot of requests for results from some of the other short tracks in the area, so we're going to bring you up to speed. At Erie's, Jared Miley won in the Super Late Models, Jason Genko in the Rush Late Models, Adam Ashcroft won in the Outlaw Modifieds, and it was Jared Young was awarded the Economod feature after an apparent winner, Brody Hill, was stripped of the win in a post-race inspection due to an illegal piece of equipment. John Boardman prevailed in his finale, and Mark Lawrence won the Challenger feature. A lot of action at the Hummingbird Speedway. Jackson Humanic used the high side to take a wild last lap pass to pick up the win and the $1,250 in the Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks at Ina's Memorial Shootout. Also at Hummingbird, semi-late winner Nick Erskine, BWP bat late model winner Mike Wonderling. Pure Stocks went to Tim Sice and Jake Valisak made his second career start. In the four cylinders, they had 42 cars. Jeff Huber won the $500 feature, and Mark Bell won the B feature. At the late Trobe Speedway, Mike Pegger Jr. scored in the Supers. Tommy Dembowski, Pro Stock winner. Mike Benton was the winner in the Pure Stocks. Brandon Dellinger was the Fast Track Crates, and Larry Welts in the four cylinders. At the Lernerville Speedway, A.J. Flick, 
continues his winning ways in the sprints. Jared Miley kicked off a good weekend, scoring in the super late models. Rex King Sr. was victorious in the big block modifieds. And Joey Zambotti won a nail-biter by five thousandths of a second over um, Tyler Dietz in the pro stocks. At Mercer Raceway, Adam Kekic scored in the 410 sprint cars. The BRP Modifieds went to Chad Brockman. The Fast Track Modifieds was Chaz Wolbert. And at Raceway 7, Brayton Santee scored in the Rush Late Models. Casey Bauer was victorious in the E-Mods. Dustin DiMattia was the Econo Mods winner. While Mark Lawrence and Street Stock champion Pat Fielding returned to victory lane for the first time this season. This time by! Denny Carson shows Mike Pegger two laps to go. Bad luck's up in a second. Angelique first. Pegger's been fast all night. This time now. Denny Carson shows the point flag. Caution on the speedway. So. The big lead Pegger had is now gone as we got caution for the 69 of John Hodgkins. Pegger, Lux, Angelico, Faree, Troutman, Powell, your top six. Shodabrand currently seventh. Dalton eighth, Weaver ninth. Salah tenth. He started in the fifth feature. Took the lead late in the race. Now he's one lap away. Matt Lux is closing in. The Jim's Auto 111. Now within two car lengths. But coming off turn number four, Mike Pegger, your winner. Lux, Angelique, Trump and Powell. What a night for the Lynn Geisler own. Bachman trucking. He's in victory lane. He's getting a big swing of water. He's a former fast track national champion. His name is Mike Pegger Jr. Tri-State Hoods. It's a, Mike, we got a word at intermission, and you were just saying you haven't had the perfect evening all year yet. I think now you can say you had fast time, heat race win. The only thing you didn't get was hard charger, but you started in the fifth and he won. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I can't thank Mike and Lynn enough. You know, we've been really fast lately, but Lady Luck hasn't been on our side, and uh, hopefully now we can actually change it and keep rolling with these wins. And, you know, we talked earlier, you won the Fast Track World Championship in Lynn's car, and, you know, you guys have been a team now probably, what, about 10 years since you, uh, 07, I'm sorry, 13 years from when you jumped in that crate late, and that says a lot. You're were relatively young and couldn't get much different than to get with a very experienced driver when you were just getting your start into a late model. Yeah, you know, I tell everybody, he must have, he must have bumped his head when he picked me, but uh, like I said, you know, Lynn and I became really good friends, and if it wasn't for him, I surely wouldn't be here now, or even as a driver. You know, he's taught me so much in the past 13 years, you know, can't thank him enough. And we talked about earlier, it says a lot for a driver. Last night, you were leading the feature, battling for the lead up in Lernerville, a short track. Tonight, you come to the big half mile, and here you are in victory lane. You show, you, you get on any track, Mike Pegger is definitely a driver to beat. 
Yeah, like I said, we've been really good. Just, you know, haven't had no luck breaking stuff or getting wrecked, you know. So hopefully, finally, here we are in August. We can roll through until November. Well, here to present you, we got a little tro got a trophy from uh, Little Miss uh, Little Miss Tri County, and more importantly, the hot summer night check is going home with you tonight. Three thousand dollars. What about the track tonight? I mean, I know you're a little bit leery of coming here, but tell us what you honestly you think of Lake Trope. Yeah, uh, the place was beautiful. Honestly, gosh, it was. I mean, I. I'd be back next week if they were having uh, having our super. I mean, I, you couldn't you couldn't be more proud of these guys for what they did to this place. I mean, it it was flawless. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, now's a chance for you to go ahead and thank everybody who helps make your race impossible. Obviously, you know it's uh, Lynn and Mike. You know, without them too, you know, many many hours in the shop every week, uh, and obviously the sponsors, number one Cochrane. Uh, Bachman Trucking, Bobby Lake Motorsports, uh, Rick's Recycling, uh, Pegger Painting, you know, just so much. You know, Keith Byron, AccuForce, Fox Shocks. I mean, everybody, everybody that's on his car helps in some way, and we truly do appreciate everything they do for us. Thank the fans. And the fans, you know, this place was packed tonight. You know, hopefully everybody's happy with the race. You know, it was a good race and uh, in all the divisions. I watched the first feature, and that was a good race, too. So hopefully they all come back until next week. Race fans, let's give a round of applause. This driver from Cranberry, Pennsylvania, part of the Lynn Geisler own 1C. It is Mike Pegger Jr. in Victory Lane. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Adrenaline, cover to cover. Three great magazines have become one excellent monthly racing publication. Dirt Monthly Magazine. You'll get more features, more pictures, and more short track racing action in a new, massive, more than 150-page Dirt Monthly Magazine. Combining the best of Dirt Late Model, Dirt Modified, and Flat Out Magazines to create a bigger and better full-color monthly magazine with exclusive sections for each type of dirt track racing into this one monthly publication. Dirt Monthly will also include a special street stock and weekend warrior section. Dirt Monthly is all things dirt track racing. Exclusive features, loads of full-color photos, driver interviews, tech articles, and big event recaps, all in the one more than 150-page full-color magazine. For more information, contact 3Wide Media at 888-806-4611 or 3WideMedia.com. The Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway schedule is jam-packed again for the 2020 season. Every Saturday night through October, you can enjoy five big divisions of racing action and so much more. Each action event features the Deal Automotive Rush Dirt Lake models, the PPMS Pro Stocks, the Keystone Coachworks Hobby Stocks, the Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Add to that special appearances by the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Rush Wingless Sprints, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, and the 410 Wing Sprints. The 2020 season wraps up on October 2nd and 3rd with the 32nd Annual Pittsburgher 100 featuring the stars and cars of the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Gates open every Saturday at 5 p.m. with hot laps at 6 and green flag racing at 7. General admission just $15 for adults. Keep up to date with everything happening at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway by following us on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And as always, find all the information about PPMS at PPMS.com. 
Number one Cochrane Automotive began as a small Pontiac dealership in 1965 and quickly became the number one name in Western Pennsylvania automotive sales and service. Today, number one Cochrane Automotive ranks among the top private dealer groups in the nation with 22 new car dealerships with locations in Allegheny Valley, Butler County, Greensburg, Monroeville, North Hills, Robinson, the South Hills, Irwin, and Zelenopoul. Number One Cochrane can serve the transportation needs of Western Pennsylvania customers unlike any other retailer. The acquisition of Chevrolet, Toyota, and Nissan boosts Number One Cochrane's new vehicle operations to 22 dealerships, representing a great selection of domestic and imported brands. Their mission? Treat customers like honored guests while delivering unparalleled value and selection. That was the goal of founder Bob Cochran when he opened the doors more than 50 years ago. And it's still their goal today. For additional information on number one Cochran sales and service, go to Cochran.com. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your host Don Gamble and Jim Zufall. Saturday night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, it was yet another running of the annual Juke George Steel City Classic Memorial Race. Big uh, shout out to Brandon Lockwich, who puts his heart and soul into this race, took over the helm of this thing about five years ago with the blessing of Miley Motorsports and has turned it into something to behold for the Rush uh, Sports, rather the Rush Late Model Touring Series. Now, the Touring Series came on board just a few years ago, and that has stepped up this uh, this race incredibly. Uh, drivers from five, sorry, seven states were represented uh, at the George Steel City Classic this year for the Rush Dirt Late model touring series and what a night it was wrapping on racing's bill Corch was on hand and files this report on a dry and somewhat cool saturday night at pittsburgh's pennsylvania motor speedway it was the 31st annual joke george steel city classic for the rush series crate late models 46 cars were in the pits from seven different states that made it the highest car count of the year in crate late model racing throughout the northeast and mid-atlantic the fastest time in Flight A qualifying was Ben Police, and the fastest time in Flight B and overall was Michael Norris, who was driving the F1 entry normally driven by his brother-in-law, Nico DeBecco. Six 10-lap heat races were held, with the wins going to Ben Police, Logan Zarin, John Mollick, Michael Norris, Daryl Charlier, and Kyle Lucon. Christian Schneider and Garrett Paul won the 10-lap B-Mains, and Ben Police winning the dash with Kyle Lucon second, so that set the front row for the 50-lap feature. When racing began, Police raced at the early lead over Lucon, Norris, and Daryl Charlier, but after a spin by first-year rush racer Josh Ferry with just two laps scored, a big accident ensued on the restart, collecting nine cars, only three being able to resume. Six of those cars eliminated, including Christian Snyder and contender Keith Barbara. Fans and racers feared that it might be a race of cautions, but the next 37 laps would go caution-free. When racing resumed on lap 3, police continued to lead when he caught lap traffic on lap 10. Then Lucon closed in as police struggled to get through the traffic. Lucon took over the top spot on lap 12, and Michael Norris then drove around police for second place on lap 14. A spirited battle then ensued for the next 12 laps between the top three cars, with police, now having traffic cleared, moving back into the lead on lap 24 over Lucon. But then Norris took over both of them and moved into first place on lap 25. Norris extended his lead for the next 14 laps when the final caution came out on lap 39, 
when John Mollick blew a tire and hit the wall in turn one. Norris held on to the lead after the restart, but Lucon was closing in. Lucon, the winner of last year's race, continued his pursuit, but it wasn't enough as Norris held on to win his first ever Joke George Steel City Classic. In victory lane, Norris talked about that three-car mid-race battle. Yeah, that was fun. I was hoping the track was going to get like that all night, and uh, it just took him a while to get it worked in, but uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Lucon in the 14, you know, we didn't really touch it all. I, I tip my hat to those guys. They're good in this deal, and uh, I'm just happy to come out on top. And Norris talked about making a somewhat surprise appearance in the F1. I got to thank my brother-in-law, Nico DeBecco, for letting me run his car. Um, it takes a big man to step out of your car and watch somebody else beat the crap out of it. So I really appreciate it, and I'm glad to get this win for him and my sister. And this was kind of a whole family deal, so it's really special. Got a lot of people that helped us this week, and uh, just glad to be here. Of course, Norris has won a lot of races at Pittsburgh in his super late model number 72, so you would think he probably likes the track. I love coming here, especially when it gets up by the wall like that. I figured Luke on would be close because this is his cup of tea as well. But uh, the temperature was getting pretty hot, and I'm like, well, I'll just keep, keep going. Hopefully we win, I'll buy him a new one. The top 10 at the 31st annual Joke George Steel City Classic. Michael Norris, the winner, followed by Kyle Lucon, Ben Police, Hal Hardy, and Michael Doritsky with Jeremy Wonderling, 6th, Joe Martin, 7th, Daryl Charlier was 8th, Logan Sarah ninth, and Levi Crowell rounded out the top 10. There was a 10-lap non-qualifiers race, and that was won by Ryan Frazee. Colby Becky finished second, followed by Zach Kane, John Watson, and Dave Goebel. And as always, a special thanks to Cletus, that's Brandon Lockwich, who despite the uncertainty in this challenging COVID-19 pandemic year, still raised approximately $17,700 for the Juke George race. Congratulations to Brandon for that. I'm Bill Korch, reporting for Rapid on Racing. In other action at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, the uh, PPMS Pro Stocks uh, had their feature race sometime in the middle of all the rush activities going on. And in the Pure Stocks, Christian Schneider came across the finish line first. Not Christian, check that. Chris Schneider in the 55 car came across first. Noah Brunel second. Steve Dapolito, Nick Kachuba, and Todd Weldon rounding out the top five. A lot of these drivers not uh, normally at PPMS, but warming up for this coming Saturday night, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Daryl Charlier driving the Ben Laboon-owned number 114 car. He came in sixth. Ryan Moyer, Cam Kreisinger, A.J. Poljack, and Jason Black, a, uh, normally a Sharon Speedway, but uh, a regular, but with them uh, shuttered. Jason Black has been coming down to PPMS. He rounded out the top 10. Daryl Charlier and Noah Brunel picked up the heat races. And yet again, the only winner we've had all year in our young gun division, that's the teenage division at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Noah Bubeck comes across the start-finish line and with the checkered flag yet again. So heads up. Uh, to Noah Bubeck, really doing a great job in the Young Gun division, which continues to grow. I think we're up to five entries now in the Young Gun division. It's becoming fairly popular again with the uh, with the young folks. So the hobby stocks and the four cylinders uh, had to be have their features pushed again because with all the rush activities going on, we uh, had to uh, we ran up against our curfew 
yet again. But we did run heat races for the hobby stocks and Ben Anton picking up yet another heat race win. Anton really coming into himself in uh, his second or third year in the hobby stocks. He picks up the heat rate, one heat race win. And Frank McGill, another really young guy uh, moving up. Uh, McGill still a teenager himself. He wins heat race number two for the hobby stocks. Uh, the four-cylinder heats, a uh, heat race, I should say, went to Philip Bubeck, older brother of Noah Bubeck and the Young Guns. Uh, Philip Bubeck also tearing up that division. He and the other number two car of uh, Bill Tennant are the only two winners we've had in our four-cylinders. So, again, we will push those feature races to a later date. need to keep uh, in touch with ppms.com and, of course, the Facebook page, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway on Facebook. And we'll talk about when we can reschedule those. And that's probably not going to be this Saturday night because coming up, another big race. We've talked about it before with this mess of a year that is 2020. We've had to push a lot of our specials together and we go back to back with two of the biggest and frankly most prestigious races on the schedule. And that is the Chuck George, which we just finished on Saturday. Coming up this Saturday night, it is the Ed Laboon Memorial. And it's much effort and uh, and, and time as uh, Brandon Lockwich puts into the George race, it is equaled only by Vince Laboon and the race he puts in for the race uh, dedicated to his father, Ed Laboon. The Ed Laboon Memorial coming up and uh, we have the HOMAC Manufacturing Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series coming in as a sanctioning body. This race generally draws somewhere between 50 and 60 cars for a 26-car starting field and a big, big payday for them once again uh, with lap sponsors and everything else. The purse continues to grow and Vince Laboon doing such a great job. A couple of surprises coming up on Saturday night as well and we uh, really looking forward to it. So be sure to be at PPMS next Saturday night or this coming Saturday night, I should say, for the Ed Laboon Memorial. Again, the, the uh, Hobbies and the Fours will have their features pushed uh, to another date when we'll do double features for them. But once again, we're all suffering through this 2020 season with a crazy schedule, and uh, we appreciate all of our fans for being patient, to be sure. Reporting for Rapid on Racing, this is Jim Zufall. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. 
As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans, our next guest is Glenn Galt, Jr. Glenn, good evening. How are you? Doing great. You know, there's uh, a lot of news, a lot of buzz about uh, you coming back with a, in car number 40. But w- before we get into that, I want to share some Galt information. All right, your grandfather ran an old Ford Coupe Orange 32. Your dad, for many years, a variety of cars, always Orange 32. There was one exception way before your time when dad and the team came up to Schmucker Speedway in Latrobe. I think it was a 63 or 64 Chevy, and it was white. That was one of the few times I ever saw a Galt in a car that wasn't orange. But now we're coming up on a deal with uh, Preston Miller Car 40, definitely definitely not orange, not number 32. How did this deal come together? Well, uh, I like a lot of uh, racing teams. A lot of racing teams just know each other. And, uh, and even though they don't always hang out, a lot of teams will know of each other and uh, have mutual respects for each other. And uh, Preston's son is the typical driver of that car, and he uh, has the opportunity, whereas he uh, became a tire changer for a Sprint Cup team. And his availability to drive the car isn't uh, every week at this point. So uh, we got to talking, and they wanted to run this show at Jennerstown. And I've always been fond of Jennerstown. Uh, partially grew up there watching my dad as a kid. Uh, started racing Owls and Legacy cars there when I was younger. And, uh, uh, in fact, that was one of the few shows I went to, though, last year, was I went to watch this race with my wife and kids and was highly entertained by the race and highly impressed with the level of competition they had, the, uh, the way they brought the racing back to Jennerstown, I'll say, the competition, the, uh, the, the, the competitiveness, the, the style of racing, uh, they've completely brought it back. And I told my wife over there last year, I said, I've got to find a means to, to run here again. I said, this is just, uh, they're just doing an awesome job at Jennerstown. Well, now, I know that the Galt uh, business has grown, and that's cut back on your schedule. Uh, but weren't you running like an outlaw car at Midvale? Yeah, we still have a couple outlaw cars, and uh, 
it was my goal to, to run some this year in that between Midville and Barberton. Uh, with the COVID stuff going around, uh, racing's become a little bit more challenging, especially in Ohio. And uh, so uh, we, we uh, haven't had that out yet, but uh, um, when this opportunity came around, we, uh, we jumped on it and uh, uh, looking forward to this weekend and uh, see what uh, we can get done. What kind of chassis is uh, the number 40 car? This is a Van Dorn chassis out of Michigan. Um, really well-built piece of equipment. Uh, uh, looked over the car real well before I got in it the first time. was highly impressed with it, with the workmanship and uh, everything involved with that car. And uh, pretty excited to drive it. It's uh, all top-notch equipment. And um, it's going to be a, a fun race. Now, when you got in the car, was that just to get uh, sized up for the seat and that, or did you actually get a chance to do any practice? We, we made a couple laps. Um, we went down last Saturday and just shook it down. Only went out a couple times. But uh, fortunate for me, the, the, the seat that they, they have in the car is the same brand that I'm acclimated to using all the time. Um, Jordan must be very similar in size to me because I sat down in it, felt like I was in a glove, and um, there was a lot less changes needed to be done than I would have thought. So, uh, as far as getting into a, a foreign automobile, uh, what I mean by that is just foreign to me. So, um, getting into a different style chassis uh, than I've ever driven before, you know. Uh, everybody mounts their seats differently. Everybody does things differently, team to team. So sitting in it, bolting in, getting tight, it felt very natural and uh, was uh, very happy with the fact that how well that went together. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Glenn Galt Jr. He's going to be at Jennerstown for the Masters in Car 40. Now, does he? Does Preston have his own crew, or will your dad and your crew be coming? It'll be a combination of both. Um, you know, like like most racers, we're all open-minded. And we all like getting together and uh, solving the world's problems and uh, bench-talking. And um, I think we're going to have a little collaboration of both and see what, uh, you know, see, put all our thoughts together and see what we can come together here with for, uh, for the Masters. Well, over the years, I spent a lot of time watching your dad run, and he was in victory lane most of the time. I also had a chance to see you run again in victory lane. Never got a chance to see Grandpa because I'm old, but that, uh, that was a little bit before my time. But I, I'm hoping that this deal with the 40 uh, creates a situation where you can be at Jennerstown uh, maybe on a semi-regular basis, depending on your work schedule. Um, that would be really nice, and I know the fans, your fans from when you were there with your own car, are going to be looking forward to that. It's going to be a tough race because the competition, every year there's more and more cars, and they're coming from all over the country. So um, I, I'm sure you're used to running with fields of cars with a lot of a tough competition. Uh, when you look at uh, what's going to be there, uh, what would be your game plan? Obviously, you want to win the race, but... Uh, it's going to be a long race. 
Do you save the car? I mean, some of your thoughts on, uh, have you ever been in a race that was this long? Yes. Yep. We won the Lake Erie 50 twice, um, or Lake Erie 150, I should say, twice. Um, and then uh, that's probably it. Most of the larger events that run were 100 lappers. Normally, late models, as you know, we don't normally go a buck and a quarter or a hundred and a half, you know. Um, but it'll be the same strategy. I mean, Jennerstown's a nice, smooth track. There's a couple little bumps here and there. But all in all, if you travel around, it's, it's still a smooth racetrack. Um, the tire they run doesn't wear off real bad. So I think you can run a good pace and not have to worry about tires real bad. Uh, from what I'm being told, we're allowed to put two tires on at the, at the pit stop. So uh, I think everybody will be able to run hard uh, with the the idea of knowing that you've got to save tires to a point, but they'll be able to run hard uh, the whole show. Every year, the Masters gets bigger and better. And the way Billy Rebar and the staff at Jennerstown are working on this, the sky's the limit. We're coming up uh, on a commercial break. Is there anything you'd like to add or anyone you would like to thank? I'd like to thank my kids um, for supporting me, my wife, my crew, my parents. Um, It'll be an all-together effort, and uh, it'll just be fun to have everybody there together and the Miller family and their whole team uh, for giving me the opportunity to go out and not only race with them, but have a good time with them and uh, and enjoy the weekend. Uh, it's a, a great opportunity for me to work with uh, a, a, another great team and spend a, a weekend with a great family, and uh, I appreciate all of their efforts. Well, I saw pictures of your family on Facebook. You're a lucky man. You have a beautiful family. I'm sure your children are going to enjoy this. I want to thank you for being with us. We'll see you up at the track, and good luck. Thank you. This portion of Rappin' on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, jennerstown.org. Number One Cochrane Automotive began as a small Pontiac dealership in 1965 and quickly became the number one name in Western Pennsylvania automotive sales and service. Today, Number One Cochrane Automotive ranks among the top private dealer groups in the nation with 22 new car dealerships with locations in Allegheny Valley, Butler County, Greensburg, Monroeville, North Hills, Robinson, the South Hills, Irwin, and Zelenopoul. Number One Cochrane can serve the transportation needs of Western Pennsylvania customers unlike any other retailer. The acquisition of Chevrolet, Toyota, and Nissan boosts number one Cochrane's new vehicle operations to 22 dealerships, representing a great selection of domestic and imported brands. Their mission? Treat customers like honored guests while delivering unparalleled value and selection. That was the goal of founder Bob Cochran when he opened the doors more than 50 years ago. And it's still their goal today. For additional information on number one Cochrane sales and service, go to Cochrane.com. The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour invades Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday, August 22nd. See the thundering open wheel modifieds and the stars of NASCAR's oldest touring series in a 150-lap battle. Plus, Martellus Pharmacy's late models, all on Saturday, August 22nd. Don't miss the NASCAR Modifieds Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Saturday, August 22nd. Adult tickets just 25 bucks. Kids 12 and under free. 
NASCAR Modified Qualifying. Starts at 5.45 p.m. with opening ceremonies at 6 p.m. Followed by late model heat races. Then 150 laps of ground-pounding NASCAR Modified action on the half-mile oval. Plus a 30-lap late model feature. The NASCAR Modified's Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Saturday night, August 22nd. Advanced tickets on sale now at Jennerstown.org. Racers, race fans, or campers, are you looking for power on demand and excellent service? Then see our friends at Alternative Power Sources. Alternative Power Sources offers a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects from sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania, has proudly served homeowners and businesses in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia since 1995. Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include Blue Star, Noller, Asco, Yamaha, Powertech, and Southeast Power Products. The sales force at Alternative Power Sources has over 60 years experience in the generator field, providing you with the best resources to design the generator package that meets your needs and specifications and to supply the top-of-the-line specified products. If power on demand and excellent service are important to you, then call Alternative Power Sources at 1-800-894-4455. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. This is Tyler Harris, and I'm here with April Tennant, driver of the number 95 four-cylinder here at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania's Motor Speedway this evening. April, uh, by looking at the car, it's pretty obvious. It catches the eye pretty well, and I'm sure the kids love it too. Yeah, they do. We did it one year just because we thought it would be kind of neat, and we like to do theme cars. That's what I've always done. I had a cop car, and we thought it would be something the kids would like, and the new Lightning Queen movie was coming out, so we did it, and the kids have had, we've had such a great response from the kids that we've kept the car now. I believe this is its third year for the Lightning McQueen body, so. Looks almost just like it. The 95 on the side with the Lightning bolt, the smile on the front, and a nice sponsor on the car. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that sponsor? Well, the sponsor is just my husband, our business. We run B&J Performance out of Collier's, West Virginia. We're just a little mechanical shop. We build four-cylinders. Um, my husband and the boys at the shop do all the work on our cars. Everything from cages, suspension, engines, they do it all. Now, from what I understand, it you can bring a car to you guys completely blank, and you guys will build it and make it race ready. You can pull it off the highway, drive it into our lot, and drive it back off two weeks later as a race car. It's pretty impressive, and it's a good business to go by. So we're here at Pittsburgh, like I said. Have you guys run here a lot, or have you guys expanded your horizons a little bit? Well, we run, we've run hit or miss here the last couple years. Some of the rule changes last year kept us from running last year. Um, we kind of don't really have a home track anymore. I guess you could say Pittsburgh kind of is our home track for Saturday. Um, the boys have been kind of expanding. We've gone to Lernerville. Uh, our young driver, Philip, won the stampede up there last year. Uh, we ran at Thunder Mountain a few times this year. Uh, Roaring Knob, when we they first opened up at the beginning of the season, we've run at Muskie, Midway. So we kind of do a good bit of traveling just wherever there's race that we have time to make it to. We like to go out and just try out different tracks. When I was walking over here, it's it's pretty obvious that there's a colony of cars here, four of them to be particular. So uh, tell me a little bit. It's it's obviously you, and it's your husband, and tell me about the other two. 
So I drive, of course, the 95 Lightning McQueen. My husband drives the two, the yellow and blue two car. And then we have two young drivers driving for us. Philip's been driving for us for, I believe this is his third year. And this is Noah's second year. He started out towards the end of the season last year. Philip drives the 2L in the open four cylinders with us. He's won quite a few races this year. He's a very talented young driver. And then his little brother, Noah Bubeck, is running our two in the Young Guns division here. And I'm pretty sure he's won everyone so far this year. The kid can wheel a car. Both of the boys started driving in the Mini Wedge division at 250 Speedway when they were little. I think Philip was and Noah were six or seven when they started running race cars. So they're putting some seat time in and they're doing a great job. Now, obviously, the beginning of the season was up in the air um, with COVID-19 taking over, a lot of uncertainty. But as you kind of alluded to, Roaring Knob opened up early and you took advantage of it and made the car rides out there and and uh, took the cars out there. And you did pretty well from what I understand, correct? Um, Philip did pretty good. We destroyed a couple cars at the beginning of the year. Philip totaled his car. Bill totaled his new car. So, you know, we're both <laughs> they're both back out here in brand new cars again. Um they did enjoy the experience, though, getting to go up to a track that normally we can't run because their rules kind of prohibit any open four-cylinder car. So they had a really good time. The track was really nice. They had a great time. Well, it's about what racing is, fun, right? It's not about the money. It's about the fun. Sometimes, though, the money frustrations can be a little difficult. But nonetheless, you guys still find the bright side in it. You still make your way up and find a way out every single week, and uh, that goes a long way. Um, coming up for the rest of the rem- rest of the remainder of the 2020 season, um, do you you guys have anything in mind do you guys have a schedule kind of figured out or are you kind of just going week by week to see what opens up what closes down and, and going from the seat of your pants yeah we kind of have a little bit of a loose plan in place you know we're probably going to run most saturdays up here it's 20 minutes from home the track treats us good we have a good time out here we enjoy the people we've been running on and off up here since 2006 or 7 so we're probably going to continue to come here on saturdays um i believe they have plans the next couple weeks to run at thunder mountain on fridays they have a big $2,000 to win four-cylinder show coming up. So they're going to go run up there the next couple weeks. And as work allows me, I work some weekends. As work allows, I'll be joining up to run when I can. So, As they say, it takes a village. I'm sure there's a lot of people to thank. Anybody that you would like to thank? Oh my goodness, there's a ton. Of course, the whole Bubeck family, um, they're up at that shop busting their hump every evening every weekend we've built like i said two new cars this year after they were totaled so in the matter of three weeks we built two brand new race cars they really fill Bubeck. pap he puts in a ton of hours we can give this guy a blank car and he will slam a cage in it for us no time he works endlessly um we have a couple friends matt chips he comes out he helps a lot at the track every weekend you know like i said the boys noah and philip they're up there busting their tail their dad brian helps us a lot so we have a pretty good group of guys that will do just about anything we need. So anything it takes to get us here to the track. April, I want to thank you for your time. Best of luck tonight and remainder of the season. And uh, hopefully all goes well for not only the racing, but the, uh, the business as well. Thank you so much. Did I ramble enough? So going a little bit more into the car, I'm sure a lot goes into it. Um, It takes a lot of time to get something together. But as you said, you know, two weeks, you can have a car pretty much up and ready. Is there anything specific that you do to these cages that you're allowed to share? Or, you know, is uh, is it pretty much just all made from scratch? No, I mean, it depends on the customer. Some people want their cages built a certain way, and we'll build a cage however you need it. We build the cages to fit the car, to fit the drivers. Um, most of our cars, all of our personal cars, have either Rocket Late model 
chassis in them, the cages, or modified. My 95 car is a Pierce modified. Um, we actually had a modified driver, it was brand new, totaled out the car. The main portion of the cage was not damaged at all in the wreck. We cut them down, they fit perfectly in these four cylinders. And then we have fantastic chrome molly, strong, proven cages so that we know, especially when we put these young kids in our cars, that they're safe. Safety is a big deal. So we do do some extra bars, extra supports. Like I said, we kind of build them to suit our customers, to suit the cars that they're being put in. But it goes a long way if we can use something that's been proven for safety because these cars just keep getting faster. Every year, our cars are faster than they were the year before. So safety is a big deal for us, especially with a lot of young new drivers coming up in them. This portion of Wrapping On Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, jennerstown.org. Tomba's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Tomas, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Thomas Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. The 39th edition of the National Speedway Directory Book has info on over 1,200 racing facilities. Detailed information with addresses, exact directions, phone numbers, websites, nights of operation, and types of racing are included in this handy paperback book. There are also listings for sanctions, publications, museums, and schedules. The National Speedway Directory is essential in planning vacations and race outings in advance. The fourth edition of the History of America Speedways has updated information on over 9,000 auto racing facilities that have existed since the dawn of the automobile. There is data on the town they were located, various names, sizes of each track, and years operated. This hardcover book covers oval tracks, road courses, and drag strips, and has photos spread throughout. For more information on these two must-have books, call 847-853-0294 or order online at speedwaysonline.com. The Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway schedule is jam-packed again for the 2020 season. Every Saturday night through October, you can enjoy five big divisions of racing action and so much more. Each action event features the Deal Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, the PPMS Pro Stocks, the Keystone Coachworks Hobby Stocks, the Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Add to that special appearances by the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Rush Wingless Sprints, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, and the 410 Wing Sprints. The 2020 season wraps up on October 2nd and 3rd with the 32nd Annual Pittsburgher 100 featuring the stars and cars of the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Gates open every Saturday at 5 p.m. with Hot Lap 56 and Green Flag Racing at 7. General admission just $15 for adults. Keep up to date with everything happening in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway by following us on Twitter, at PA Motor Speedway. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And as always, find all the information about PPMS 
at ppms.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Listeners, joining us in the pits at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, uh, a person that hasn't been on the, the show for quite some time, uh, has a little bit of a connection with me, a, a fellow Chartier's Valley graduate, but uh, that was back in the dark ages for me. If we want to be talk about that, I think that school's been torn down twice now. But uh, uh, Carly Kovacs, welcome to Wrapping on Racing. Uh, glad to have you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here again. I'm like so excited to come back. Carly, it's hard to believe, and we watch certain people race, and we also watch them grow up. It's been like nine or ten years now since you first started out in that four-cylinder, and now you're running uh, in the hobby stock division probably for the last probably four years, and you're making gains each and every year, getting fast with some of the guys, but now... Where that division, it was there wasn't a whole lot, so you were kind of competitive. Now you really got to step up the game because where there used to be a half a dozen cars now, there's like a full field of cars, almost 20 cars each and every week here at Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're getting anywhere from 18 to 20 cars a week, which is really nice to actually have a field again. Um, compared to last year when we were lucky if we got 10, you know, in a a good night was like 10 cars so it was nice to like actually have some competition this year and you know we're actually running up front with the guys this year which feels a lot better than being in the back of the pack and like being scrammed in with everyone else and it's nice to like you know give the guys some competition because uh I like showing my nose up there because I know they all kind of get a little flustered when you know they see the pink nose and they're like oh there's Carly because I haven't been up front and I can't tell you what three years now but yeah this is my ninth year and you know still doing it and I love it from a male-dominated sport, how different is it? Is and I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's Susie Rudolph here, and I think she graduated up this year. I think into the four cylinders, but there's not a lot of females in the, the upper divisions of sports. Now, go karting is a completely different story, but you know, for you and Susie, as like, and maybe there's someone else. If it is, I'm not sure who it is here at Pittsburgh. You're carrying the badge of the females, and you have a lot of young fans up in the stands. I do have a lot of fans. Um, a lot of people say when they sit up in the stands, they're like, there's little kids, especially little girls up there screaming for me. You know, and it always makes you feel good. And, like, especially when we do autograph night, it's nice to have, like, you know, the little girls come down and see the smiles, and they're like, see, Mom, a girl can do anything. So it's always good to see that. But, yeah, between me, I mean, Susie beat my record last year when, uh, you know, she won more than four consecutive races, but I was really proud of her for that one. But I still will always hold, you know, the record for winning four consecutive races, not once, but twice. So that was always cool to have. But I'm really proud of Susie. But other than that, there's Kayla that runs on a weekly out here, and that's the only females. And Susie's in the open four cylinders, and me and Kayla are both in the hobby stock division. So I just thought of another one, Tanya. Oh, yeah, Tanya, I completely forgot. She's in the four cylinders, too. So, you know, she's doing really good for her second year out, too. Um, you know, I like the back. She's put on the back of her car. It says uh, wife's turn this year. So I'm happy for her. She seems like she's having a really good time out there, too. When you ran the four cylinders, that's a front-wheel drive car. You get to a rear-wheel drive car. And for a lot of people, and even our, our normal passenger cars, everything's front-wheel drive or some of the cars, like such as a Subaru, are all-wheel drive. But how big of adjustment was that to you going from that smaller car with a front wheel drive to the rear wheel car or rear wheel drive car plus you have that much more horsepower it was a huge jump um my second year racing in a four-cylinder when hannah ramsey was still racing she went on a 
vacation for two weeks and was gone and she had asked me if I would run her car and it totally messed me up running the hobby stock and the four cylinder two weeks back to back um, because you know you're going from a front wheel to a real wheel car which was really hard to do but moving from that four cylinder up to this hobby stock you know the hobby stock has a lot more power than these four cylinders do and the, that four cylinder I had to keep it up against that wall to have the momentum this hobby stock I can pretty much put it anywhere and keep it pretty much to stick but putting them four cylinders down on the bottom there was no way you were sliding all over the place memorable moments uh, well obviously you had we mentioned your winning streak in, in with the four cylinders but any one particular with the hobby stock and I know there's been some bad moments too I've, I've I've watched you get your bell rung a couple of times, and that's that's never good. And here at Pittsburgh, the speeds are so great. Um, definitely had some bad moments, especially when I had uh, fall of 2018 and fall of 2019. I got two really bad concussions um, from the sport, but here I am. I'm still here. I love it. But um, probably my favorite moment in this class um, is probably my first win. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of cars um, that year. I think there was maybe a total of five of us. And um, I was running with Casey Grummeling and Dale Touche at the time for the lead. And um, I had happened to beat both of them. They were battling so hard that I just kept pulling away from them. And that's probably the best moment I've ever had. It was, it's just that first win that always gets to you that like, you're like, oh my God, I finally did it. And it takes a lot of pressure off of you because it's that first win. And running up front is probably the hardest position to run and running in first place. That's for sure. When we talk about wins, I had a chance uh uh, a couple week, a couple nights ago to interview Tommy back and he's been so successful in everything that he's driven but he's never won a dirt late model race and he says I, I finally got one at Lernerville he says but you never know like you just said Carly you never know when you might get you get that first one but you don't know when that next one's coming and you hope it's going to come soon but sometimes it doesn't I was still in high school when I got my I think it was either my junior or my senior year when I got my first win in this class and uh I'm 22 now, I graduated in 2016, so I haven't had a win. I'm due for a win. I'm hoping to get one this year, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, and I'm okay with it. But it's that second win that you're trying to get that's, you know, you never know when it's going to come, especially with the competition we have this year, you know, with having almost 20 cars. It's going to be a tough one. It's so weird sometimes. I look at you guys grow up, and I, you know, you're young kids to me as I get older in life. And now I, I do watch you consider from that young kid. Now you're to a mature young lady now. And let's talk about you're just about ready to, uh, after four years of college, let's talk about um, where you went to college and just uh, to wrap things up, uh, you know, what you're going to do after that. Then we'll talk about your sponsors and the people that help you on the car, Carly. Um. Well, um, I should hopefully graduate this year. If not, I have an extra semester on top of it. So I have two or three more semesters left at Cal U. Um, I'm going to be a woodshop teacher, so my major is in technology education. Um, I know Don Gamble is going to want to talk to you about that. You guys will have something in common about woodshop and, and, and education like that because that's a, a, a career now that you don't have to work for a high-dollar firm. And we need carpenters, we need builders, we need plumbers and things like that. So, And, and, and it's craziness with corona. I would even hate to be a student right now. Especially. I'd hate to be a teacher right now, especially, too. I know, like, our teachers in college are really working with us with all this corona and everything. Like, when when we had to go halfway through the semester online these teachers had no idea what to do it was kind of like playing it by like week 
and like a lot of my classes were pretty much already online which helped but I had a couple classes where like they were fully like strictly online or in class I mean and it was just like such a huge jump for some of these professors who don't even teach online classes because they don't like them that they had to and like it really sucked for a lot of kids because a lot of kids like struggle like myself online I don't learn when I go online uh, I have to be in the class face to face with the teacher to understand what she's saying well if you want to teach woodshop it's kind of like <laughs> you need a toll exactly and it's like with Cal U like a lot of my classes I had a lab this year that was like either in the metal shop in the wood shop like we were in one of the shops and the teachers had to take like all those out and like we like lost 90% of our like grade percentage because of it because we couldn't go in so we had to do like our one teacher found something online where we had to like go and do it like online but it still like wasn't the same to like build something online and like a lot of teachers were like oh well we use CAD and it's like well are you gonna pay for the CAD because a lot of us have already used our free subscription from CAD let's talk about your sponsors there's there's quite a few on the car um, so I definitely want to thank my dad first. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing this. Him and my mom and my stepdad, Rob, they are like the three most top. And I also want to thank Joe Anthony. Um, without him, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, he is like the best human being to ever help us out, uh, for sure. Um, but I do want to thank Tomai's Towing, um, Jailhouse Saloon, uh, Kind is Cool, um, Jory Daly for sure he's here every week helping us out making sure everything's good trying new setups out for us it's really nice to have him too um, Offerman's meat, um, food service um, that's about it just one thing and I want to thank you most people don't know I mean they know you as a student they knew you as Carly they know you as the race car driver but I want to thank you for your service that you do with your volunteer fire department you do a lot of work and I know your mom does too Yes, um, her, my mom, my mom, myself, and my father are all in the fire service. Um, I watched them do it all my life, so I put in. So, but thank you very much. So, well, great. It's been great talking to you, Carly, and uh, you know, hopefully, you continue to run up front this year. Maybe you'll beat the boys this year, and, and I know there'll be a big, there'll be a big party in the pits when that happens. So, again, uh, best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour invades Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday, August 22nd. See the thundering open-wheel modifieds and the stars of NASCAR's oldest touring series in a 150-lap battle. Plus, Martellus Pharmacy's late models, all on Saturday, August 22nd. Don't miss the NASCAR Modifieds Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway, Saturday, August 22nd. Adult tickets just 25 bucks. Kids 12 and under free. NASCAR 
NASCAR Modified Qualifying. Starts at 5.45 p.m. with opening ceremonies at 6 p.m. Followed by late model heat races. Then 150 laps of ground-pounding NASCAR Modified action on the half-mile oval. Plus a 30-lap late model feature. The NASCAR Modified's Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Saturday night, August 22nd. Advanced tickets on sale now at Jennerstown.org. Racers, race fans, or campers, are you looking for power on demand and excellent service? Then see our friends at Alternative Power Sources. Alternative Power Sources offers a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects from sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania, has proudly served homeowners and businesses in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia since 1995. Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include Blue Star, Noller, Asco, Yamaha, Powertech, and Southeast Power Products. The sales force at Alternative Power Sources has over 60 years' experience in the generator field, providing you with the best resources to design the generator package that meets your needs and specifications and to supply the top-of-the-line specified products. If power on demand and excellent service are important to you, then call Alternative Power Sources at 1-800-894-4455. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Thomas Meat Mark. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rappin' on Racing. Listeners, joining us on this episode of Rappin' on Racing is an upcoming sprint car driver, number 38 of the 410 Sprints, Leighton Wagner. Leighton, welcome to Rappin' on Racing. I've watched your career in go-karts, and, and now at the young age of 14, this is your second second year last year was kind of uh, get your feet wet uh, get some races in I know your grandfather raced your dad raced the sprint cars and now you're following the family tradition so how has it been this year a couple weeks ago we we had a couple you picked up a couple heat race wins one earlier in the year at Tri-City and one at Lernerville how's the learning curve been going Leighton uh it's been going pretty good uh I've had a couple couple rough, rough weeks and then it's been getting better. We've found some speed lately, so the car's been good. My dad's had the car good. When you have a rough week, and I've watched some of the, the rough weeks, and listeners, when we say a rough week, it's not like the driver gets passed or something. It, it, you usually end up upside down. And I know I talked to your mom uh, a couple weeks ago, and you've had some mechanical issues too. As a young driver, you don't have a lot of ex- uh, experience, and you're—I would say your well, let's just say your your memory might be not as long as someone that's a little bit older. To where, how difficult is it when you get upside down or you have a mechanical failure? How difficult for is it for you to just say, okay, it's part of the learning curve. I'm over with it. We're going to move on. Today's today. Next week's next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty hard. I'm, I got down on myself a lot this year. And then my family just keep telling me to keep my head up. And then I'm getting better with that. And then just keep your head up because if I don't, it's going to be worse. So, yeah. 
do you get down on yourself because you, uh, it was a mistake or do you get down on yourself late and just because of the fact that if you've had success when you have success and when you venture into anything new you know especially sprint car racing it's a completely different animal than pro stock and the level of competition is just even more magnified. But it's when you get down to yourself, who's who, who's your pick-me-up person? I, I would Your dad is probably there to correct you, but he might get, say what you did wrong first and then correct you. But, you know, I know your mom's been a big part of everything that you've done in your racing career. Yeah, it's been my parents, my mom and my dad. They've really told me that I can do it because I've done it before, and that just helps me keep going. We have some young bucks, you know, we have you in the sprint car and we have Levi Yetter in, in the in the late models. You guys are both fourteen. You have some great go-kart background and listeners if you're just joining us we're talking to Leighton Wagner he's the driver of the number 38 410 sprint car how do you Leighton and again it's a completely different animal other than probably what one asset do you take from let's just say or not asset but aspect of the go-kart that you can apply to the sprint car as we talked prior to the interview to me a lot of the local drivers that have run go-karts whether it's colton flint or mike pager uh, anybody yourself uh, it seems like the steering has a big it's a quick steering in a go-kart and when you get into the bigger cars and especially in the sprint cars it's real important yeah i think it just helps you be smoother on the wheel go-karts because you have to be really really smooth on the wheel to be fast in go-karts and it just helps me in the sprint car with this year and a half of experience, when you come off the track, are you able to tell your dad, I guess, or your uncle, who your crew chiefs, what you're feeling in the car? Again, you're still new at this, so everything, whether you got clean air, dirty air, you know, if you start out front, that's a big advantage to have that clean air. If you start 10th in a heat race, you have the dirty air, and the car is going to handle a lot different. Yeah, I... I wasn't really good at it when I first started racing, but I've been getting better at telling my dad how the car's working on every spot of the track, and it's been really helping us and helping my dad set up the car for the next race. I think one thing that might also be beneficial, your dad was a sprint car driver, so you take guys like A.J. Flick, and we'll talk about A.J. and some of the guys a little bit later. You know, A.J.'s dad came from a modified background. You know, you're, you're, they're, they may be apples, but one's red and one's green, so it's a lot different. But at 14 years of age, you still got a long way to go. You have some heroes. We all have heroes. Let's talk about some of the sprint car drivers that you look up to on a national level and also on the local level. Uh, yeah, national level, I always have looked up to Sheldon Hawnshield for how hard he runs the car. And he may get upside down and wreck a lot, but he's, he's fast whenever he runs a car hard and it's going well for him. How about some of the local drivers? Because when you're at a local track, you know, Sheldon might not that be accessible. I mean, they are, but they're outlaw drivers, and they're only here occasionally. But your local drivers on a Friday or a Sunday at the local tracks, who, can, who do you go to and say, okay, hey, I, I'm, I'm the rookie here. Help me out. Uh, I always looked up to my dad when he was racing, but A.J. Flick and Brandon Mattis have always, they've really helped me out starting sprint car race and they've gave me a lot of pointers and it's it's really helped when you talk about the Mattis family you got three generations you have jerry you have brent and then you have you know brandon so there's a wealth of knowledge there well Leighton, just to wrap things up 
Let's talk about some of the sponsors that are on your car. Uh, yeah, one is Northgate Auto Body, and that's Davey Jones. He helped us out last year racing, and uh, he's been a really big help to our team and a good friend. With the month of August and September and, and maybe a little bit in October, you know, fortunately we're, we're able to be racing. If you could have, you, you've got a, a couple heat heat race wins this year. What would be, let's just say, obviously a win, but, you know, we'll those are difficult to come by any of those with experience what would be your penultimate goal this year to say for instance maybe get into a top five or a top three? Oh yeah that would be awesome to get into a top three or a top five i just my goal now towards the end of the year is be more consistent in the features get good positions top tens that would, that would be really good i'm sure your dad tells you there's no substitute for turning laps yeah, turn, turn a lot of laps will really help you get, get the feel for the car, and it really helps. So other than your dad, who else is on the crew that helps you out on a normal basis? What is it some friends, or is it just family? Uh, it's mostly all family. I have, I have a couple of friends. Uh, it's my uncle, my mom, my dad, uh, my other uncle on my mom's side of the family, my cousin, and then my friend Dalton Gabriel, and then all the Gabriels will help. They help a lot. Well, Lane, congratulations on your, your two heat race wins. That's a big accomplishment. And let's take the baby steps and try to get perhaps that top five or top three before the end of the year. Yeah, I'll try to do that. Thank you. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Stars, IndyCar, IHRA, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, NHRA, Rush, USAC, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews, and listeners' emails. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Quite frankly, there's no other program like it on the air today. Rapid on Racing. Why not be a part of the weekly action? Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. 
The NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour invades Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday, August 22nd. See the thundering open wheel modifieds and the stars of NASCAR's oldest touring series in a 150-lap battle. Plus, Martellus Pharmacy's late models, all on Saturday, August 22nd. Don't miss the NASCAR Modifieds Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Saturday, August 22nd. Adult tickets just 25 bucks. Kids 12 and under free. NASCAR Modified Qualifying starts at 5.45 p.m. with opening ceremonies at 6 p.m. followed by late model heat races. Then 150 laps of ground-pounding NASCAR Modified action on the half-mile oval plus a 30-lap late model feature. The NASCAR Modified's Laurel Highlands 150 at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex Saturday night, August 22nd. Advanced tickets on sale now at Jennerstown.org. If you miss any of Monday's program, you can go to RappinOnRacing.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days out of the year. As always, we want to thank our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Number 1 Cochrane Automotive, Dirt Monthly Magazine, Jennerstown Speedway, along with Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Speedway Directory, and Toma Meat Market. A thank you to our reporters, Dave Oliveri, Lenny Baticki, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Mike Lisikowski, and Jim Zufall. And special thanks to our senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Lusick, Gary Scott, plus Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.